if you lose your beginner's mindset, it, it can come back to bite you, and it can come back to bite you really, really hard. Enchanted Sky Media. 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 From Los Angeles, this is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast, hosted by award-winning journalist Scott Orr. Code 3 features interviews with leading members of the fire service, discussing firefighting strategy, tactics, and other topics you need to know more about. Now, here's Scott. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again on another edition of Code 3. You are listening to the show for and about firefighters. Let's get started. Today we're talking Zen Buddhism. Stick with me here. Do you know the term Shoshin? It's the Japanese word for a beginner's mind. A verse from a philosopher says, It is not difficult to keep a beginner's mind. There are many possibilities in a beginner's mind, but in the expert, few. Which is why my guest today says it's important to keep the beginner's mindset throughout your entire career. To always be learning, to be confident in what you know but never cocky, to remember why you got into this profession in the first place. George McNeil forgot those things and he paid a price. Now he wants to make sure you don't forget them. George has 10 years experience working in rural fire and EMS. He's been a firefighter paramedic, an emergency manager, and a flight paramedic. And George McNeil joins me now. Welcome to Code 3. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you having me. It's good to have you here. So what does having a beginner's mindset mean to you? The term beginner's mindset, um, just to give you a little bit of background, has to do with being open in how you approach things and not having preconceived notions or having an attitude and just approaching everything you do like it's the first day you're doing. So why is that important? I think it is very important, especially in our uh, in our fields, to maintain a beginner's mindset and approach everything like it's the first day you're doing it. Because if you don't, you will, one, very quickly get complacent, and two, you will, at least in my case, develop an attitude, and your attitude will come back to bite you. There's a non-fire-related term for losing the beginner's mindset, I guess, and it's believing your own PR. That sort of happened to you, didn't it? Yeah, actually it did. I I got to the point where I I thought very highly of myself and uh, and absolutely did believe in my own PR. And what what happened as a result of that? I ultimately ended up getting fired from a job for the very first time in my life. Now tell me about how that came about. So in September of 2018, I took a job as a paramedic uh, with a very high-performing EMS system in the state of Texas and came to the system very eager, very excited to be here and hit the ground running. I performed very well. I received high praise from my training officer and even the service director while I was in field training. 
Uh, a couple months later, one of my partners and I got awarded. There, there was a handful of people in the service, but we got awarded uh, top 20 patient care providers within the service. And just to give you a little bit of background on the service, at any one time, there's over 100 people working for the service. So to be awarded uh, top patient care experience provider in a service where there's over 100 people working is a pretty big deal. Eventually, I got to the point where I started doing a little bit of writing um, and working on an article for this service, and I started bending the rules and getting more cocky than I was confident in my skill set, and my cockiness continued to compound and led to me getting a very poor attitude, uh, led to me treating a partner like crap. We actually ended up breaking up as partners. That partner went back to working night shift as a dispatcher where they had started with the service, and I ended up getting uh, getting a different partner. Shortly after that, I was written up and placed on probation for violating policy and having a bad attitude. And then I was involved in a minor accident while responding to a call for service on shift. And because I was already on probation for violating policy and having a bad attitude, I was terminated from the organization. Now, I don't mean to dig too far into your personal life here, but tell me, did your supervisors at some point say, what happened to you? You were such a up-and-comer and then, then this? Yeah, actually, I was approached by my, by my supervisor at one point in time wanting to know what happened. And... I honestly didn't have a good reason for it. I, I, I just, th- there was, there was no real reason for it. I just, I, I, as you said, Scott, I believe my own PR and I thought I was really better than I was. And so you've decided that it's important to let people know sort of as a cautionary tale that if you get too far from that beginner's mindset, you can find yourself in real trouble. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can if you lose your beginner's mindset, it can come back to bite you and it can come back to bite you really, really hard. So let's talk some specifics. How can we be confident in our skills and abilities without being cocky? When I say be confident but not cocky, you want to let your actions speak. Don't let your mouth do the talking. If you're talking more than you're actually working, then you're getting cocky. If you're just out there doing the work and letting your results show for you, that's confidence. In other words, you don't have to tell other people how good you are. They can see how good you are. Exactly. If you if you have to go around telling everybody how good you are, you need to step back and take a hard, long look in the mirror because you're probably not as good as you're telling everybody that you are. All right. How easy do you find it to become complacent after you've had a job for a while and you become good at it? I think it's easier to get complacent than people think it is. And all it takes is one little tiny mistake or one little tiny slip up for you to realize, oh, God, I should have been staying on top of my skills. That's why, I I mean, me personally, I, I, I try to train on a regular basis, even if I'm just doing you know, a a one man drill by myself. I try to stay on top of my skills and, and be busy practicing my craft as often as possible. 
You can never know too much in a profession where people's lives count on your ability to do your job. In terms of firefighting, is there such a thing as a probie's job? You know, I, I think being a probie, you, uh, you know, talking about that, like I said, talking about that beginner's mindset again, you should always think of yourself as a probie. You should never, ever forget where you're start, where you got your start at. There was one day I was on shift at the fire station and uh, there was 400 feet of hose uh, out in the apparatus bay that was on the drying racks that nobody had touched. And so I took it upon myself and I rolled 400 feet of hose by myself. I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. I didn't ask anybody where it needed to go. I just, I rolled it up and I put it on the rack. And afterwards I went inside, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he made a comment to me that, you know, stuff like that is a probie's job. And it, it really kind of shocked me um, because we both have about the same amount of experience. He's been doing it for about nine, 10 years. Um, I've been doing it for 13. And it just, it, it really kind of, it, it shocked me that, that he would have the attitude that, rolling hose and cleaning tools and picking up after yourself in the fire station is for somebody who's brand new on the job. Those, those little jobs, rolling hose, cleaning tools, doing your details around the station, those are the little jobs that you can take pride in and know that, you know, you're, you're putting in a good hard day's work and building a good reputation around the fire station. To quote another non-fire-related phrase, it's kind of like there are no small jobs, there are only small firefighters. Exactly. You, you're 100% right, Scott. I'll be back with more right after this. Don't miss your chance to get your hands on the hottest logo wear around. Code 3 Podcast Gear makes you look good and tells the world you're a fan. Now you can wear the Code 3 logo proudly. Just go to our website, Code3Podcast.com. Click the banner and you'll be able to order an assortment of cool apparel and accessories. And thanks for supporting the podcast that supports firefighters. So you learned all this and you've learned it in retrospect. Have you gotten on with the new department yet? I actually have, and I've been working with them for a couple of months, and things are going pretty good. I I, I will say though that I'm probably going to be looking at moving on to a different look at moving on to a different organization because I went against my own words and I went into the organization with some preconceived notions of what I expected it to be, um, and. It's a great organization. There's great people there, but I, I'm actually stepping aside from the organization and I'm looking at furthering my education and still work. I'm still working for a fire department here in Texas. I have several jobs that I do, but this, uh, the fire department that I'm currently working for, I'm going to be resigning from. All right. Well, you know, as long as you've learned the lessons that you have, I suppose you have a bright future because you've learned from your mistakes. I I have learned from my mistakes. It cost me some hard lessons. 
caused me a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, a lot of heartache. But it's uh, overall, it's been a good experience, and I've I've learned a lot about myself this last year. All right, George McNeil, thanks for being with me on Code Three today. I appreciate you having me, Scott. Thank you. And we put some more information about how you can keep a beginner's mindset on our website at code3podcast.com/mindset. Check it out. And while you're there. Don't forget there are a couple ways you can support this podcast. Right there along the right side on the page at Code3Podcast.com, you'll find a big old button to buy a t-shirt. They're great. They look just like station wear, except the Maltese Cross is the Code3 logo. There's also a button there to allow you to make a Patreon pledge. Do that in the amount of $10 a month or more, and you'll get access to exclusive material that only subscribers hear. It's easy. Head over to the website, click on one of the buttons, and join the people who are already backing Code 3. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more. I hope you'll be here, too. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, stay safe. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To contact us, get more information on today's topic, or to subscribe to the podcast, go to Code3Podcast.com.